1: blaze radio network and now
0: chewing the fat with
1: jeff fisher welcome to it it is chewing the fat thank you for coming along for the ride so today if you're listening live it is the 18th of august 2021 and the r kelly trial is getting underway today now you say to yourself r kelly trial getting underway yeah it's a long-awaited second chance at justice for these people that are up against R. Kelly. You know R. Kelly, Robert Sylvester Kelly, facing multiple counts, including racketeering with underlying charges that include the sexual exploitation of children, kidnapping, and sex-trafficking women and girls. He's pleaded not guilty, of course, to all charges. And the previous trial in 2008 for state child pornography charges... Uh, in Illinois, uh, he was acquitted. So opening arguments are today, this trial is only expected to last six to eight weeks? Wow. So it's got 12 anonymous jurors, seven men, five women, six alternates were selected last week. They'll be the only members of the public with an in-person view of the trial. The judge, Judge Ann Donnelly, Ruled not to allow members of the public or media in the courtroom due to COVID 19 restrictions, of course. Right. Anyway, we have that to look forward to. Yay! Welcome to Chewing the Fat. (music) Is it chewing or chewing? I believe I said chewing. I'm not. Welcome to chewing the fat. It's chewing. It's welcome to chewing the fat. I'm going to say it correctly. Chewing. Chewing. Chewing the fat. Speaking of chewing, though, the best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, and the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from a grocery store. You're only going to find it on the family farm and, of course, caught by independent Alaskan fishermen if you're talking about the salmon. That's why you need MoinkBox.com. Stop arguing with your friends about politics and do something. Join the Moink movement and, most importantly, save the family farm moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb pastured pork and chicken and the wild-caught alaskan salmon i just had some of the salmon this past weekend awesome you know what else i had was the uh, filet that uh, happened to come in the last Moink box delivery that came right to my home (sighs) it was really really good Anyway, their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and Moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all that other junk that you find in the prepackaged stuff in the meat aisle. Sign up at moinkbox.com Jeffy to get your year of bacon for free. And then you can pick what meat you want delivered to your, to your house in the first box. And you can change what you want each month or cancel any time. Moink was founded by an eighth-generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. By the way, host Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, said it's uh, the best bacon he's ever tasted. And I agree. And if you follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR, you see where I posted uh, cooking up some Moink meat bacon that was awesome. Now, they guarantee this. I don't know that I want to guarantee this. I'll guarantee that you're going to say, I'm just so happy I got Moink but they're going to guarantee that you say oink oink i'm just so happy i got moinked i don't know that i want to guarantee that but they're going to guarantee that you're going to say oink oink i'm just so happy i got moinked join the moink movement today go to moinkbox.com jeffy go there right now and listeners to this show right now i told you already free bacon for a year I know, you're welcome One year of the best bacon you're ever going to taste But it is for a limited time So get to moinkbox.com Slash Jeffy Moinkbox.com Slash Jeffy M O I N K, B O X D O T C O M Slash That's S-L-A-S-H Jeffy J-E-F-F-Y Moinkbox.com Slash Jeffy you know, the moink box experience is really good, though. I'm telling you, I love it when it comes to the house. And it's a, it's a you make it a family party. You open up the moink box and it's just get to take a look at what's going to be put in the freezer or what's going in the fridge for later that week. Awesome. moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. So, congratulations. Good news for Coloradoans. Is it Coloradoans? Yeah. That's yeah, fine. Uh, the governor uh, has finally, finally rescinded an 1864 proclamation and i mean it's it's good that he did this okay so the 1864 proclamation instructed residents of the state to kill hostile native americans in the area was that happening was that actually going on in colorado was that an issue People are going around and saying, oh, I I had to kill that one. He was hostile. It's what the 1864 proclamation says I had to do. I mean, okay, let's, you know, all right, fine, whatever. I guess that uh, the second governor of Colorado issued the policy warning that all hostile Indians would be pursued and destroyed if they opted not to travel to a number of government controlled forts. Now, we know that was an issue then, but it's not an issue now. Okay, so they're gathered uh, last. I think it was yesterday. I don't know that it was. I, don't know, I was going to say last week, but I think it was this week. Uh, they gathered together, and the governor said, We're here on a very somber, but also in some ways, Celebratory day. We're finally addressing a wrong of the past. <sighs> now, he was flanked by Cheyenne, Arapaho, and Ute tribal leaders. He explained that the ordinance, despite being illegal, was never undone. Okay. The Cheyenne and the Arapaho. I can't say the Arapaho, the Arapaho's Department of Education were lauded the Democratic governor's decision. Now, some Colorado natives have expressed that this threat of death will be removed and they can feel free from the burden of the Evans Proclamation. Was well, it really a burden? I mean, were you living your life every day concerned? Were you? Were you? Well, thank the good Lord above and Governor whatever his name is from Colorado Polis thank him and the Lord that you don't have to be worried anymore about a proclamation from 1864 okay alright good be ready for the world to be all over booster shots today because the COVID convention is taking place in washington dc today at the white house and they're going to announce that uh, most americans should get a booster eight months uh, you know after they get the second shot which i talked about already on this show multiple times but it's actually going to happen today so we're going to make sure that we see all i've seen on every freaking news channel is the booster shots i got it okay We already know, and by the way, just a reminder for those of you that are concerned, that I'm telling you right now, within two months from now, they're going to come back and tell you that eight months is is too long, and they're going to say, yeah, because we want to stay out in front of it, you're going to need to get it about four months. They're going to cut that in half, four to six months. To get that booster shot. Guaranteed. And now they're asking the same questions that I was asking already. About what? what I, I, I'm so pissed. All I hear from people, and I'm watching the news, and I hear all these people, did you hear about the booster shots? Did you hear about the booster shots? You know what? You, as a subscriber to this show, when someone says, Did you hear about the booster shots? You could say, Why, yes. Yes, I did. Because chewing the fat with jeff fisher has been on the cutting edge of this and he's informed me about it that's what makes the show that much better than all the other shows you can tell your friends that okay are we good can i take a little bit? Can we go can i go away from the booster shots and by the way when did jill i see jill hobbling back to the white house from her vacation so now does joe still have his boot on from when he tripped and fell chasing the dog Chasing the dog out of the shower uh uh so he had his boot on for a while now jill just had foot surgery what the hell is going on with the biden feet is that a genealogy thing or i don't know i'm just asking i don't know i haven't seen a report of what was wrong with jill's foot was it you know she had gigantic corns i don't know i'm asking was it because of the heels she had to wear for years? I thought she was a runner. she They made her out to be this world-renowned runner before as the campaign was going on. Oh, Grandma always goes out for a run. And, I mean, I just want to know what was wrong with her feet. I want to know what was wrong with Jill's feet. Because now she's hobbling around with her cast on and her crutch. And she's only got the one crutch. And it's on the opposite side of the wound or the surgery so maybe she uses two crutches or maybe they, i guess in today's world they probably wanted to put weight right on that thing let's get you back up and walking right now so it doesn't lock up let's get you into rehab and get you walk i mean that's that's what they did after my knee replacement surgery too they want you up man they get up and moving let's go let's get it going got to keep it going and apparently if i remember right and this may have changed now because i haven't had uh, I'm due for another knee replacement surgery any day now. Um, that uh, the first six months post surgery, that's the movement you get. So you want to you want to be full rehabbed in that first six months because after that, if you don't if you don't have uh whatever your movement is, that's that's where you're at. Okay, I mean I, I got gotcha. you so if i don't do any rehab then i'm just stuck right here right okay no problem you want to hand me that lighter over there because i need to fire up this bowl and smoke a cigarette i mean a cigarette cigarette that's what i need to do is fire up a a cigarette a cigarette yeah hand me a light would you oh man would i wish this was true that was true well as long as i'm buzzed we might as well go to the break room and get something to drink and see if there's something to snack on too oh yeah so you ever see a headline we've talked about it i think we have talked about it before where you see a headline and it actually catches your eye and then you realize oh so what so i see a headline this morning alcohol related deaths increased by 17 percent during the pandemic and then i'm like holy cow and then it says it was this is in scotland i don't care i don't care so i moved on (laughs) i'm not gonna open the story now (laughs) i mean i just said scotland why do i care about scotland another headline that i saw that i I actually opened up because i i was almost ready to say yeah i don't care but uh Megan Rapino or Rapino or whatever the hell her name is uh you know the soccer player uh the headline is might call it quits and i'm thinking you know let me know when she does otherwise <laughs> what do i care but then i read I i all right i'll find out you know and it just talks about her whether she's going to quit or not and she's she's deciding she's going to look into it cuz you know She just doesn't know yet. She's been thinking a lot about it, and she's not really sure. And She says, they always say, do they? They always say, you'll know when you know. Can I quote you on that, Meg? You'll know when you know, but it's not really like that because you could kind of keep going. And it's like, oh, yeah, you've accomplished so much. You'll be fine stepping away. But the conversation is always anguish in your mind or people just don't think about it. And I've been thinking about it a lot. I'm already done with Megan. I don't want to hear any more from her. I don't care. You know what? I think it's time for her to retire. She's like 36 now. She's getting a little little long in the tooth out there on the old soccer field at 36. (laughs) (laughs) so you know just disappointing and it couldn't have anything to do with the news that came out earlier this week from hope solo the former player that played with her saying that uh, megan would uh, bully other players into kneeling onto the sideline and so now megan's getting a little bad press and uh feeling a little bit of the heat to being uh being the bully and now that she's missed uh you know fashion world and uh has to try to sell her wares out there into the in the free market how's that talk show on hbo going by the way oh that's right they canceled that already after the one episode or the one series horrible um she's looking for you know she needs a gig so unless somebody comes along and says hey meg how about you, I guess she could do the announcing for the soccer, right, for the Olympics and the, the World Cups and everything for the women. She could do maybe the color. She's got a big enough name for that. Just quit. Go away. I don't even want to see her do that. I want her to go back to the hubby or the wife or whatever they call each other in the Northeast. They live in Seattle. I think that's where they live. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they live there. Well, yeah. You know, in the Northwest, Northeast, Northwest, somewhere in the United States, that's where they live. Don't start bogging me down with actual places, okay? (laughs) I said Seattle, you know what I meant, leave me alone. Look, you'll know when you know. I see where Carrie Underwood, is under fire and she's under fire for something that is a today's world problem. Um, she liked a tweet from someone that people on the left don't like Matt Walsh. She liked a Matt Walsh tweet. How dare you? I mean, seriously, seriously. Unbelievable. It was about the mask mandates in Nashville, and she liked his tweet. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now some of the people against Matt and now Carrie, it's not just that Carrie Underwood liked an anti-mask tweet. It's that Carrie Underwood liked an anti-mask tweet from matt walsh <laughs> one of the most negligently historic voices on the topic of protecting kids from covid yeah because matt just wants everybody to die he wants his kids he wants the wife he wants everybody just to drop over dead from covid author and uh, progressive pastor john pavolitz pavolitz pavol vitz John, I don't go to John's church. I'm not sure if he likes to be called G- Pastor P or Pastor Pavlich. Uh, took a shot at the Jesus Take the Wheel singer saying, Carrie Underwood being a God over science person is the least surprising thing I've heard today. Delta Take the Wheel. Ugh. <laughs> Give me a break. And uh, one of the other reality stars, Andy Herron. From Big Brother? I haven't seen uh, the latest episode of Big Brother, so I may have missed Andy. But uh, she said, uh, Kelly Clarkson has always been our best American Idol winner and will always be our best American Idol winner. F. Carrie Underwood. (laughs) (laughs) Now, first of all, I don't necessarily disagree with that sentiment. Uh, However, uh, Kelly being the best... I mean I like some of Kelly's stuff no question. And I you know and I like some of Kerry's stuff too. But I don't know if I think Kerry is probably been more successful than Kelly. In the in the music industry now, Kelly's you know big TV talk show star now making all kinds of cash, and uh, we've talked about her divorce and what's happening there and the money that she's making and she's getting ready to sign a new deal, huge new deal for that talk show man. She's going to be raking in some cash. That's why she's dumping hubby right now. Blackstone's getting rid of him, giving him he's getting like a hundred ninety five some thousand dollars a month. I don't know if he's going to be able to get by on that. But part of that deal was is that he was going to uh not get money from her for the ranch in Montana. Kelly does not like that ranch in Montana. That's something that he wanted and she's been against that from the beginning of this divorce, man. She said she didn't wouldn't pay for it. And according to the reports, if I remember right, it was like 80 some thousand dollars a month to keep the ranch running. Okay, so and Kelly was adamant adamant that she was not going to pay for the pay for the ranch so she's going to pay like a hundred and fifty thousand in some kind of support a month and then another 40 something for the kids education and stuff so i mean he still can pay for the ranch out of that it's just not specifically earmarked for the ranch but i see now where kelly is saying uh uh, i'm gonna sell the ranch I'm, i'm dumping that place you like it I didn't want it to begin with. We're selling it. Get rid of it. <laughs> divorce is a beautiful thing. Just ask Melinda Gates. Who cool. I mean, their divorce just got final. We talked about that. I see where the daughter was posting a happy birthday to her mom this past weekend. And my mom is a hero. I found it fascinating. And that's fine. And she's taking a picture with your dad. And divorce sucks for all people involved including the children so they're even though they're adults now uh, you know they they're still their mom and dad so i mean you've got to try to give as much love to each one as you can when you're out with them but i see where uh they talked about how melinda what melinda's getting now we talked about bill already transferring i think it was around five billion something like that that melinda's already got in Movie. I mean, I she better be getting a little bit more than that. Uh, Bill better start uh, transferring a few more than five billion. Uh, if I'm her, uh, I'm saying the bank account isn't quite right there, Bill. <laughs> uh, perhaps you want to transfer something else because uh, five billion ain't enough, bruh. Now he's not paying. According to this story and some of the other stories that I read, he's not paying specific spousal support and she's not changing her name and they're still going to try to work together at the foundation and bill is still going to finance that through the foundation and the philanthropic work is still gonna do that separate from the divorce but if i'm melinda again um 5 billion is not going to cut it, Bill. Um I, you know, I I'm I'm okay right now. I've got the new place in town and uh the kids are still coming around and I'm feeling relaxed and everything's okay, but ooh. 5 billion. I mean, I oof, I've got uh, I've got some things I want to do and this is not going to cut it. So you know what's gonna cut it about 50 or 60 more of those billions is gonna cut it okay so how about you cut whatever you think you're worth in half and send it this way okay and by the way Melinda if you need a hand call me uh I'm here for you and don't look at me like that with your all it's fusing over five billion dollars at some point you made so much money at some point you made too much money And people can't live on that. She's become accustomed to a specific lifestyle, okay? And you can't be expected to not live that lifestyle once you've become accustomed to it. So, I mean, I got it. Five billion seems like enough money for someone to live on. But not if you've been accustomed to living off of 100 billion, if you've been accustomed to living off a hundred billion five billion is you're lucky to get lunch I mean I, I look I realize I realize oh, I could just give me a million, I'd be happy with that, would you because I think not if you you know if you've been struggling all your life and you get a million bucks and you know now you're 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 living large, but then you realize you know. If I had two million, I could buy the other land that's accompanied mine, and that would be even better. So I've got to find a way to get more than just the million I have now. You know, if I could get five more million, then I could actually live the life I want to live. So don't be looking at me like that. Melinda needs more than that paltry five million. I spit on that five billion that Bill's trying to give to her. So I see where Stonehenge has been tested for what it's made of. And remember the story we did? Oh, man, I don't even know how long ago about the guy in Florida that had the rod that was drilled out of Stonehenge. I should, you know, a good host would go back and find the story and tell it to you. But you remember so. I can't remember if the guy had uh it was his company or if it was it was one of his family members' companies or they were a geological company. I think it was a German company. And they went and they drilled multiple rods out of Stonehenge and I think it was – I mean, I want to say that it was it was like half a dozen or so, but it might have only been two. But he had it and he had and he you know, he had it, he just kept it. And he has been living in Florida and he decided i guess he was getting old and he's had it for all these years and he decided that he was gonna give it to the stonehenge society or you know whatever they call themselves the stoners and uh so he gave it to them and they they studied it they they did a study on it and they found that stonehenge is made of rock no i'm not (laughs) (laughs) No, they say that it's made of nearly indestructible ancient material. Okay. Uh, sure. No problem. So I guess that this is understanding the mysterious prehistoric structure. And the core sample taken from one of the site's massive slabs suggests that the stone's geochemical composition may have made it uniquely well-equipped to stand the test of time. All right, take that cut again. All right, I want to run that through. If we're doing a documentary, we've got to take that. I I said that wrong, okay? The core sample taken from one of the site's massive slabs suggests that the stone's geochemical composition may have made it uniquely well-equipped to stand the test of time. There, that's good enough take that if you need that cut again call me back we'll do that it's made from 99.7 percent quartz crystals which i'm guessing and i'm not a gl but i'm just saying that i'm guessing that's rock but i don't know that i don't know that (laughs) uh okay so the stones are practically indestructible according to the journal one P-L-O-S-1, sure. I love that journal, and I subscribe to it, and it comes in my mailbox whenever it comes out. So now we've got a good idea why this stuff is still standing there, according to the professor of physical geography at the University of Brighton. The stone is incredibly durable. It's really resistant to erosion and weathering. That's because it's rock. So the study was made possible. Oh, yeah, the guy was a diamond cutter, Robert Phillips. Yeah, he died last year. That's right. I told you he was getting old. He was getting ready to die. That's why he gave it back to the Stonehenge people. And he did repair work on it in 1950. That's right. I remember the stupid story now. Like I said, you don't need to worry about that. Just you remember the story. Don't worry about it. (laughs) <laughs> so when it was done, that's right, he he kept one. And he just stuffed it in his back pocket and walked away with this with his piece of Stonehenge. And then he's decided, well, you know what? Go ahead, take it back. And they went ahead and studied it and they realized Stonehenge made completely of rock. So I'm glad that we studied that, man. We are good. It's uh that indestructible Ancient material, rock. As long as we're speaking about rocks, um, NASA is saying that the Ingenuity helicopter is about to take its 12th flight over, you know, the red planet Mars, the Martian surface. And it's saying it's, it's taken 12 flights now already. That's a lot more than they originally had planned on, that's for sure. But they're saying that this particular flight. ...has substantial risk. Um, Don't they all have that? No. No, 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 no. This is uh, completely different. It's already exceeded expectations. And we are just overseeing this Mars mission. And we're happy that we've exceeded expectations. But four months after becoming the first aircraft to achieve powered flight on another planet that we document all right we know that there are other people on mars hello the galactic federation is based there i heard someone on coast to coast last week mentioned that he's seen photos of other vehicles on the planet coming from the mars helicopter rover ingenuity stuff so hello Anyway, the uh, four-pound, nineteen-inch-tall helicopter has taken ten more flights of increasing complexity, and they are going to, you know, wrap it up here pretty soon with their flights. When you look at where, you know, where they landed and how they've flown around, it's almost like what? What are you talking about? It's just a little helicopter flying around on the on another planet. But if you want to say that it's great, all right, go ahead more space news as well Um, i might just stick with the headline on this one because this is one of those stories that i (laughs) i like the headline and then i start reading it and i'm not i i'm almost like okay you know whatever you say so the headline is light detected behind a black hole for the first time light detected behind a black hole for the first time. And I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> Do I need the details? No, I don't, I don't. I'm not, a, I'm not a rocket scientist. I'm not a space scientist. I know the difference between dust and a rock, but I don't need to know. But apparently what's happened is that they normally detect light around the black hole and then it disappears as it goes into the black hole the black hole eats it it goes to nothing but apparently they've found light coming from inside of the black hole okay so if that's the case um
0: yeah like from behind it
1: Light detected behind a black hole, which is inside it. No, no, not inside, behind. I don't want to bog you down with science facts. And as long as we're talking about space, I see where Jeff Bezos has continued to keep his panties in a wad. He's all wound up. He's finally taken Blue Origin, and he's taken NASA's moon program to federal court. So he's doubling down on his accusations that the agency wrongly evaluated its lunar lander proposal. Elon got it, and I did it. Elon got it, and I did it, and I've been to space, and so I need the contract, okay but jeff we've Elon's been doing stuff for us, and you know he's offered to even build the suits and stuff and he's been taking stuff and launching, and he's got his whole city going i i i must i've been to space and i get to do it elon's bad all right jeff go ahead take us to court you got it no problem it's okay speaking of elon too i'm waiting for my invite i'm waiting for my invite okay i haven't seen my invitation come in the mail or online or any place else for his invite-only event tomorrow, the big Tesla AI Day. So, if you're listening live, as I said, it's the 18th of August, 2021. And tomorrow is supposed to be the big AI Day at Tesla. I haven't seen my invitation, so I'm waiting. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it? So last week, I am telling you about the Union Pacific steam schedule and, you you know, the big boy number four one four zero one four that departed from Cheyenne, Wyoming on August 5th. And it's traveling through Arkansas and Colorado and Kansas and Illinois and Louisiana and Missouri. And the, speaking of Missouri, too, just as a side note. Uh, my add is kicking in i read something today about missouri that i did not know and i'll will we're going to get into that at some point on this program because i was like really i i mean you learn something every day you know what they say you learn something new every day anyway so the trade was missouri nebraska oklahoma texas and wyoming okay so It was supposed to be in Denton, Texas, which is in my neck of the woods. And it's going to be, it was in Fort Worth on Saturday, supposedly. And so, but Friday the 13th was coming through Denton, Texas, which is, you know, I'd rather see it plow through Denton, Texas than hang out in Fort Worth for the day at the steam engine. All right. And so, uh, and, it, and it went to all these different cities, and we and we had fun with the train horns. And I played the whole litany of different train horns, like this one. Here Thank for you, you uh, Jeffy. <laughs> okay, just to be specific, that's not a train horn. I appreciate the truckers out there. I love you. You know that I do. But that ain't a train horn. We did play a couple of trucker horns though on my train horn day. On Friday. So we went through the horns. Anyway, so I find and then I realized that Friday night I realized crap. I forgot to go to the train. We recorded here and then I got home and you know, one thing leads to another. And the next thing I know it's Friday night and I was I forgot to go to the train. Well, I find out that my producer Chris Corby Hello Decided to go see the train In Denton, Texas Apparently looking for me And I, I I didn't go So I he couldn't find me I'll <laughs> teach him uh, So How was it Well
0: <laughs> We ended up sitting in the heat For about two hours and then giving up And going to get dinner it didn't show up? Uh, it was delayed due to track congestion north of town
1: and uh By multiple hours? Yeah. Did it no so did it show up at all? I mean how you it, holy cow, you went to dinner so a couple hours. Did you did you see it? Uh I saw a video
0: of it. It went through town while we were eating dinner.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. that's awesome that and now to be honest had i been there i would have been to dinner too i wouldn't now we gotta wait for it to go by Nah, we're going i need a hot roast beef sandwich right now okay and you know what and go ahead i don't want the mashed potatoes i want the fries and put the gravy on the fries uh anyway not that i was ordering um and i am really hungry right now by the way anyway so you saw video. Saw video. How did you, you, you? How did you see this video? Well,
0: we went back to get my car. I was with a friend. Back to get my car after we got dinner. Okay. And someone was still there who had been there when the train finally did come through. Okay, nice. And he showed me video of it coming through the crossing, and it was. Well, blowing you guys the steam left.
1: Horn. I told you not to leave. Check it out. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so did it, I mean, did it, it blew the, blew the horn? It blew whistles? the horn. It
0: came through chugging up the hill. It was really spectacular and I That's completely awesome.
1: missed it. That's awesome. Now I'm really pissed. You know what? I'm not though, because I'd be so, I would be so angry that it didn't show up. Well, it, it, yeah, it was late. Two hours or more. They're making you wait. And then to top it off. Tell me if I'm wrong. I guarantee because they were supposed to stop, right there. Because they were, were going to stop in Denton for a while, and then they were going to go into into Fort Worth because they had to spend most of the day the following day in Fort Worth. So, did they even stop in Denton? Because they were, <laughs> if they're that far behind, they're just rolling through with the with the the engineer holding out a sign, going "Screw you, we're late."
0: Well, they were supposed to stop for about thirty minutes. I think
1: they stopped for five to ten and then got on their way oh my gosh so they I mean they did stop so they could get away with technically saying we stopped we just didn't stop the full length the full amount of time okay so were there a lot of people out there oh it was jam-packed what there were cars lining up and down the road I'd like to I mean by the for all you people that are showed up because of chewing the fat thank you I appreciate it bless your hearts I'm sorry I didn't show up and do a live appearance at the steam engine pulling through denton texas the old union pacific steam schedule um so really seriously thousands oh yeah it was jam-packed there were 25
0: people just at the crossing we were at we were outside of town
1: now you stood back away from the crossing like you were told yes of course i definitely did not go on the tracks okay you stood did you stand back at least 25 feet sure all right. Were you? Did you? Were you sure not to uh, trespass on private property? Hey, I didn't see any no trespassing signs. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm so bad that I did that. I forgot about it. But on the other hand, I'd be even madder that it was late and didn't show up. It showed up, Jeff. No, I would have been to dinner and then missed it. I would have been really pissed. It's all right. The burger was pretty good oh it wasn't a hot roast beef sandwich that was a delicious burger oh man okay so i talked about uh learning something new about missouri and i had not known this now i've been i've been all over the state of missouri and you know my son went to the university of missouri i've been in columbia I, i love the state of missouri i'm a fan okay so I'm we did the Colorado story where they have rescinded the eighteen sixty four proclamation instructing residents to kill hostile Americans, and we started the show off with that. Which gets you to the Missouri days of being able to kill a Mormon, right? And their Missouri Executive Order forty four, the extermination order that was issued october twenty seventh, eighteen thirty eight. All right. And that wasn't that was good until 1976 okay (laughs) you could you could kill it you couldn't really okay i know that everybody's i i feel like the mormons are like the indians in colorado where they were like well it was still on the books and somebody could have done it i know but it really wasn't happening anymore we were past that right but so as we're reading the story, and it's talking about you know them going through Illinois, being forced out of Illinois, and and Joseph Smith being murdered in Carthage, Illinois, and then it talks about Missouri, and how Joseph Smith, and I never knew this, and I thought, is that true? So, Prophet Joseph Smith believed that the Garden of Eden was in Northwest Missouri, and that when Christ returns at the second coming, it will be in Northwest Missouri. I did not know that. Now, I will say that I've been a lot of places in the state of Missouri, and there's some beautiful places, gorgeous places, I haven't seen what I thought would be the Garden of Eden. That's just me. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I just look. That's what he believed, and he's the man, right? I mean, he founded them. He's the the grand poobah of them all. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I never knew that Missouri was the. North, what I would say, Northwest Missouri was the Garden of Eden, according to the prophet Joseph Smith, and that when the Second Coming happens, it will happen in Northwest Missouri. I. It's good to know. Good to know, for sure. All right. So, how many of you have seen the uh, new Talking Dead? I mean, the new Walking Dead show on AMC Plus. I'm really tempted, man. It dropped this past Sunday. If you love Walking Dead, our, my new Talking Walking Dead podcast with Jason and my son Maximus is up, and you can listen to it. We gave a little preview of the latest season. It's the beginning of the end, season 11 of Talking Dead. And we also uh, we talked a little bit on the podcast, and I've talked a bunch about it, where uh, if you're a Walking Dead fan, that uh, Rick needs to come back, and they most definitely need to bring him back the fans now aren't real sure who he is they're working on the movies it's all part of the universe they need to reintroduce him as the strong character again in walking dead well i got an email that begins hello jeffy that's how that email started huh (laughs) that's <laughs> it chewing the fat at the blaze.com uh listening to talking walking dead podcast and i want to share something that i feel you would find very interesting well thank you thank you it's a good way to send an email when you have to have information that people do you think would find interesting i live in virginia near where beyond is filmed that's one of those two seasons of world beyond uh, i was working as an extra on the show this past summer and was filming, uh, while it was filming here. While on my way to get my COVID test, we had to pass two COVID tests to be allowed on the set. Yeah. I saw someone that I swear looked exactly like Rick Grimes, a.k.a. Andrew Lincoln. I had to stop and talk with the man uh, who, I, if I didn't know better, was Andrew Lincoln. Come to find out, it was Andy Lincoln's stand-in. I asked him if he was working on Beyond. He answered that he's been working on Beyond, Fear, and TWD. In other words, he was a stand-in for Rick on set while in Virginia on Beyond on Fear and Walking Dead. So that means that Rick is coming back, or he's just one of the guys they call up to be a walker that they need him and he's just nobody knows that he's the rick stand-in as he's got blood coming out of his stomach as a walker and he's just one of those guys that he just he's rick stand-in and he's the walker every time we have a walker that has guts pouring out of his stomach or a brain getting shot to hell i mean that's possible too but nope that's not possible damn it this is inside information on rick coming back so you heard it here first and you'll hear it again on monday when a special talking walking dead after the episode one of season 11 actually airs on amc proper not that pesky internet app thing that people have are you recording on the blaze podcast the television network Oh, that's an internet app thing too, isn't it? Oh man, weird how that happens.
0: Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.